Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, WWE did a little bit of spring cleaning. We talk about their recent future endeavored and what it means for the future of pro wrestling. Plus, Charlotte gets suspended, Retribution is unmaxed, Kenny Omega is about to leave an impact, and Major League Wrestling has a vice. We'll try not to get carried away this week like Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis, but it is our first ever Wacky Wednesday on Kings of the Rings podcast, exclusively on WrestleAttic Radio, and it starts right now. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of Kings of the Rings podcast on Wednesday for the first time, I think, ever since we've been doing this show. I feel like we've done every day of the week except for, like, Monday. We did Sunday once. Well, I don't think we ever actually did Wednesday. I, feel like we've reco- I think we've recorded on a Wednesday before. Really? Dude, I feel like we, I feel like we, we always did. record on Tuesday. Like, I feel like we've been recording no. on Tuesday since the beginning well, of time. No, we, I remember when I left for Nashville, it was a Wednesday night. Was it really? And I left in the middle of the show. Huh. Interesting. Very, very interesting. We record on a lot of on a lot of days, but we are now officially recording on Wednesday permanently. We it is Wacky Wednesday. Hi, Rick. And we are officially starting the war against AEW because we can't let AEW get off the hook that easily. So thank you for totally skipping AEW and listening to us. Of course, I am your host, King Ricky Rose, along with uh, my favorite telemarketer right now, Will Tarashock. How are you? <laughs> I hate that I'm in a headset. I remember we did this. Uh, I had to correct myself, Ricky. I did this one other time uh, last, and I think over to Christmas. Did you? When I went home for Christmas. Yeah, I went home for Christmas early. And I bought my computer. But I didn't bring my mixer. Oh, I, I, I remember that episode. Yeah, yeah, I, I hate using this headset. Uh, I apologize, my audio sounds a little poopy or not normal, but my uh, my mixer broke. It's uh, an, a problem with the adapter for the charging port. And if it can't, uh, the power port even, so if I can't turn on, I can't really use it. So no sound is this week. Sorry, Fretz, your uh, theme song is have to wait a few Yeah, no theme, but, um, nothing. Nothing, yeah, we're just doing a cold open. Straight cold. Music afterwards, yeah. so. Do it all in post. Sorry, everybody. If you had, send all your hay mail to uh, at KOTR underscore Dusty Day. <laughs> oh, Jermaine's um, here. Hi, yeah. Jermaine. Wait, Jermaine, go to sleep. You're in England. Like, what are you doing? You guys? Just... No, no, stay up. It's tea time. <laughs> it's almost time. For, it's almost time for second breakfast. Hey, Murphy. What's your favorite part of second breakfast? Bacon. <laughs> A bagel, bagel, really? Bacon. Oh, bacon. Bacon. I'm just happy Jermaine's Uh, here. They were too busy, you know, breaking down the European Super League. And I thought he'd be tired from that, but... What's the European Super League? It is a long story. Soccer's a wild sport. Yeah. It's like like a a third branch of government. (laughs) Yeah. So, my only real soccer experience is I really liked the movie Beckett like Beckett. Who didn't? Who didn't? But like that movie was gay as fuck, and that's why. Was it really? <laughs> but like, Kieran Knightley clearly a lesbian. She should have been with Jazz. She shouldn't have ended up with what's his face. I I don't I don't, I don't know. Have you ever seen? I it? saw Bended like Beckham. I just don't remember the character. Like I, I didn't like it that much. Like I've seen it. Oh, I was obsessed. I watched it all the time. But my soccer experience is that. And the year the World Cup happened, it was like 2008. And there's that really uh, that whistle. That whistle. There, there, I forgot what country it was, but there was a really loud whistle that was being blown during the 2008 World Cup. It was really fucking loud. Okay, that's really like every crazy. soccer match. No, it was like really Oh, bad. you're talking about the Vuvuzela. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Was it? Yeah. it was, uh, I think it was 2012 in Brazil. Yes, it was. It was 2012. Yes, it was. Yeah, 2008 was England. Not England. It was Italy and I think Germany. Zidane Zidane headbutted. Oh, my God. I remember that headbutt. I remember that headbutt. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember. I remember Italy, Italy won because fucking Zidane Zidane headbutted, headbutted a guy. Got a red, card, a red yeah. card. Wow, Jermaine, you work night shifts and you haven't been on our show yet? Wow. All right. Well, welcome, Jermaine. Thanks for doing the show. So we're going to get into a lot of stuff right now uh, this week. Uh, but the first thing we're going to get into is the fact that WWE decided to do their annual spring cleaning. And this is the part of the year where everybody bitches and moans about who got released, uh, why they shouldn't have been released. You know, all this uh, all this hope and talent and all this fun stuff. So anyway, let's run it. Or, or this year or this year, Ricky, who should have been released. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's what we got right now. Here, Here's the rundown of people that were released starting from the bottom tucky tucker uh bo dallas i'm i'm really surprised that he believed for that long uh wesley blake formerly of blake and murphy and been a forgotten son completely now uh kalisto again really surprised he lasted this long chelsea green huge surprise actually mickey james we kind of saw coming hi kavita uh the both of the iconics peyton royce and billy k and one of the biggest shockers i think across the board former united United States champion and former announcer of Raw and former announcer of WrestleMania 37 in the rain, Samoa Joe. So can I paint y'all a picture? Yes. So I found out about the releases while I was getting my COVID vaccine. <laughs> so literally. Oh, oh my God. I, you probably like jumped out of a seat. They're like, all right, all right. All right. Just having a reaction. Have her go I sit back down. Got, stabbed, <laughs> got up, went on. I sat in my seat for my 15 minutes. Yeah. And then I just see that Billy Kay got released and then Samoa Joe got released. And I was literally like visibly like I looked, I was visibly upset <laughs> In the Stony Brook Southampton gymnasium, like, what the fuck? This was a bad year with the cuts. It wasn't. A, I don't yeah. know. If it was a bad year. Like a lot of these. Like all right, five. You didn't make. I'd say five or six, five or six out of uh, 10 people that cut. I could see coming. Tucker, absolutely. Bo Dallas. Yeah surprised uh Kalisto he lasted this long again I'm like I'm congratulations to him Chelsea Green surprising because she's so young um Mickey James you saw coming I thought she was cut beforehand and got like a side one um Chelsea Green was injury prone but I thought since she was younger would keep her uh Peyton Royce and Billy Kay is an interesting one for me, Will, because Billy Kay had just performed at Mania. Granted, it was a horrible match um, in and of itself. But in my opinion, if you compare Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, I thought, had a character that was going to work. I didn't. Fuck them. They both suck. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm glad they're gone. I don't, I don't wish anyone unemployment, especially in like a wrestling business could so hard, yeah. but they just, they, they weren't, they were never, they were never good. The in-ring work was, was meh, blah. You know, they, uh, they were annoying. The iconics were fun for what they were, but they weren't. Yeah. They're, 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 they're not, WWE isn't missing much with them gone. Okay, your thoughts. Okay, you so look I, shocked. I, I think I think all these cuts made sense except for Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe made no fucking sense whatsoever. Although I heard that he wants to wrestle in WWE, he's like, "Nah, we don't want you to wrestle." Yeah, Samoa Joe is injury prone, like, and I had him out. Samoa Joe's injury prone. He's up there in age. Um, 
and he he wanted to wrestle, which I get that desire, but I thought he was having a he had a cozy, cozy time at Raw. He was a great second mic um to Tom Phillips. I mean they totally blew up the raw the blew up the raw announced team. Um and I thought Samojo was going to get his second, like this is his second profession in wrestling. As an announcer, yeah. he was a natural, he sounded great, he had good little sound bites like when Drew McIntyre um headbutt somebody, give me a kiss. You know, like that was great. Yeah. You know, You're like, wow, Samojo is really the new tech. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then, you know, he's he's gone. And he wants I mean, if he wants to wrestle, more power to him, be safe. You know, but I, you ready yeah. for my tinfoil hat theory? Well, I mean, oh, oh my God! Where's CM yeah. Punk at? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, wait, actually, wait, wait. Before uh, before you do that, Kay, did you see the latest picture of CM Punk? He looks like an undercover no. cop in a, in a B movie. <laughs> in a B movie. He's playing it because he's playing an undercover cop in a B movie. Oh wow! Wow, good call. Wow! Wow! Good call. Yeah, like he has like the haircut of like a nine-year-old in second grade, and the mustache of an '80s porno guy. <laughs> yeah, he's what he's filming a some horror movie, and he's a cop in it. Wow! Talk about wow! No, you got it right. Wow, well, Mr. Fretz has but, a good, Mr. Yeah. Fretz has a good tinfoil hat thing. Billy Kay. Yeah, that's my. To bring a resume oh. to Billy Kay to bring a resume to NWA, Impact, ROH, and AEW. Honestly, that would be fantastic. Yes. Well, I want to hear Kay's tinfoil. Yeah, I want to hear how does CM Punk get involved in this? CM Punk and Samoa Joe are resuming their Ring of Honor feud at the main event of All Out. Boom. Done. I'm jumping on a plane to Chicago the moment it happens. Go right ahead. Tell me how it is. I will. It'll just be the Patreon will get the video of me just crying. And I time. love when I love when you go when you're gonna go to Chicago and realize that they're still in Jacksonville. <laughs> I feel like they're gonna do it in Chicago. By no, now. not not Kay, a chance. Kay's gonna be so excited. She's gonna be crying in line for food. <laughs> <laughs> what do I order? Can I get the chicken fingers? <laughs> Macaroni and cheese and the what, chicken what? strip on sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, emotional, so emotional. But what happens to some of these people? Like, where Samoa Joe can go anywhere he wants. He's some. He's Samoa fucking Joe. Then the impact. Impact needs help. Yeah, Have you I was watching Impact. No, it's on Thursdays. It's on tomorrow. There's a, we're going to talk about some stuff because there is another big player in rest in number big organization wrestling that actually has a better TV deal than Impact in like one swoop, which is hysterical. Um, Samoa Joe could go to Impact. I don't think he should go to AEW. That's you know, it's too many people in AEW right now. Um, yeah, Chelsea Green goes to AEW. Uh, Mickey James goes to NWA with Nick Aldis. Yeah, her her husband. Uh, Tucker Tucker goes to work at an Amazon factory. <laughs> um, Bo Dallas already runs a farm actually no. okay but did you see the picture of tuck you put on twitter with him like smoking a blunt on the golf course no not at all like day of day of the release picture of him on the golf course smoking a blunt oh he's so Sorry. happy Kalisto I goes back to being a math teacher Kalisto was a math teacher before so he goes back to being that uh ass? yeah he was a math teacher i watched i watched too much up up right. down down i've been watching it from the beginning um I don't know if Chelsea Green goes to AEW. Like, that'd be a great catch for them. Because um, everybody knows they need it. Uh, but I think she she had some time in Impact as well. Who is she dating? She's dating Zack Ryder, right? Yeah, Impact. 
And I also think the Iconics should also go to Impact because they'll give they'll get a lot of freedom to work on what they need to work on. I mean, do they have a women's tag division? Yes, they do. And it's the second it's the second best women's division in wrestling. Um, And look what it did for Deanna Peraza. Deanna Peraza is a star now on Impact. Mm hmm. Yeah, just what I want to see Billy K versus ODB. Please sign me up. Oh, who said Billy K versus ODB? Now is is ODB still an impact? I'm I don't. I don't believe so. Like, old dirty bastard. No, not not that ODB. That's that's Wu Tang for life. I forgot. I forgot ODB stood for in uh, Impact Wrestling. I don't remember. Um, no one cares about Wesley Blake. I'll, let's, let's be completely honest with you. Um, yeah. I was surprised it didn't get released like Ricochet. A little bit, actually. Me, Alistair Black's still around. Alistair Black allegedly is filming promos. I've heard that. And they're based on his childhood, and I'm, like, concerned. Alistair the Black NXT is Lily. Alistair, Alistair Black is like, guys, I got my first tattoo at seven. My uncle trapped me in there against my will. And it was a frowny face. <laughs> um, and I was just like, this is my Tommy end. Oh, I like that. This is my Tommy end. Nice. I like <laughs> nice. the UK does like, they did it with a Ilya Dragunov. Like it was very much like based on his backstory. It was a couple of months ago. Like it was very like gritty and dark and kind of depressing. How Ilya Dragunov like, does it tell a story about how he has no pigmentation? <laughs> no, but he uh he would eat uh, like Pringles out of the garbage can Ew. when he like moved to like, yeah, because like his family was poor and stuff and like they couldn't afford Pringles. So like, he would eat them out of the garbage can. So like Pringles taste like success to him. <laughs> what, sort of deal. What a claim to fame. <laughs> you, know what, you know what? He's right. Pringles do taste like success. You know why? Because they don't sell you air. They sell you a whole, a whole. I love Pringles. Chips. That's true. Okay, I, 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 that's that's fine with me. That's What's fine. your favorite Pringle? My favorite Pringle. I'm not a big Pringles fan. I mean, like they're cool and all. What was that, Kay? I'm trying not to be judgmental of your disdain. For Pringles. I don't have a disdain for Pringles. I like Pringles. They're fine. It's not like my go-to chip. I think during the break, I'm going to run to the drugstore next door and buy some Pringles. I really hope you do. I'll give you five minutes to do that. And you better nah, come back on air with yeah, Pringles. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if they have them, but the one around the corner does. I know they do. I'm going to go, to, go tomorrow. I haven't had Pringles really, in a long ass time. I really want Pringles now. Well, Pretz is now talking about Baconator Pringles, so it is what it is. What's a it, Baconator? Everyone, everyone knows the best thing to do with Pringles is make yourself look like a duck. Of course. It's, it's like, always yeah. about That's duck face. thing to do with Pringles. <laughs> It's always about like duck face Pringles. I like to eat Pringles with freckles so we can look alike. Oh my God. <laughs> God. Oh my okay, I think I think you need some human. Fun. Yeah, I was like, you need to go out and get some fresh air. Like, put down, put down, put down the Nintendo Switch. Uh, but yeah, so good luck to all of these people. A lot of these people aren't done, except for maybe Wesley Blake and Bo Dallas. I agree yeah. with everyone with the barbecue Pringles. Barbecue Pringles are screen. <laughs> yeah, so let's move on to things happening inside of the ring. Let's go over to SmackDown, where probably the most intriguing rivalry post-WrestleMania in WWE is potentially um, Cesaro versus Roman Reigns with a beady-eyed Paul Heyman in the middle. <laughs> will, how far do you think this rivalry will go? Is this just like a one-off thing, or is this going to extend out? It's it's probably a one-off thing. You know, I watch 
watch K, when you watch SmackDown, be aware they show the UFO seven times. It's I'm not even exaggerating. Absurd. They they Enjoy. put that thing over to the point where I don't want to see it anymore. Like, and I don't know why. I hope I hope Cesaro doesn't keep doing this. Put out every then it's just like they they, they called it the most, they called it the most impressive moment in wrestlemania history which is like okay sorry sorry i guess hogan's body something andre giant wasn't good enough yeah right um, or fandango winning but, against jericho it's very impressive right how I mean, is that the, no how is no like I, i'm i'm glad cesaro's in this spot but it's two years too late it's three years too late it's four years too late yeah i don't know it, it could work the never like I feel like now they're finally starting to they're giving everybody the chance that should have had a chance in 2017 yeah but I think Cesaro's infinitely better on the mic now and has a little bit more of a, of, of a presence um, and a, a little bit more of like you understand who he is now where he didn't really have that he was a great worker Cena tried to put him over in the US challenge and everything but his yeah. mic skills were just lacking I think he finally has that mic skills to back up what he has in the ring like to be a part of the main event on Smackdown Raw hell even NXT you gotta be able to do it all unless your name is Asuka and you're just wild and crazy you know and Cesaro was just missing that one thing like Vince like we all got mad of Vince McMahon for saying for saying the uh that you know Cesaro didn't have it on um when he was on the Broken Skull session with uh with Austin years ago but he had a point he was missing something mm-hmm. you know and now I, I, I think he's, he's 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 still missing it too that's unfortunately I mean kudos to WWE you know I don't give WWE enough credit a lot yeah um especially when it comes to striking when the iron's hot and, you know, Cesaro's hot right now. He had a great match at WrestleMania. People are talking about him. People want this. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Mr. Antonio. Yeah. It's, it's a great spot for him to be in, whether it's three years, five years, seven years too late. Um, so, you know, I mean, again, kudos to WWE for actually doing something different. Yeah, give it to him. Let's see, let's see what they run with this. Shout out to the Jabber Tears. They showed up again for a second week in a row. And we had a day change. So thanks, Jabber Tears. Let's move along. But there's also this other thing that's going on in SmackDown. Is that Seth? That is the drip god himself, Seth Rollins. What the fuck is that jacket? <laughs> yeah, don't, I love it. Don't Isn't it question perfect? greatness like oh, this. I need- I want to. I need to actually look at it better because I'm fucking. I'm too high to look at that. All I want. <laughs> all I want to know is where does he keep finding these outfits? Like when he. Yeah, who's his tailor? Man? <laughs> like when he was away with you know with Becky as their you know you know child rearing initially for the first time ever. Did he just spend his downtime like just buying a bunch of the most ridiculous sports jackets ever? Like, I love it. Probably. Do you know what I found when I tried to find Seth Rollins' jacket from SmackDown? What? Google recommended the Google search. Is Randy Orton a nice guy? <laughs> the answer is no. The answer is absolutely not. Not, not really. <laughs> okay. Um, where's this fucking jacket? Yeah, but here's the thing with Seth Rollins is that they're playing it up. I mean, besides the fact that Seth is like an 80s villain uh, at this point with his cackle and like his outfits and everything. I think there could be a possibility, which all the shield marks are going to go nuts, that Seth and Roman start working together again. But in weird, like, ultra-heely ways. They're not, like, buddies anymore. They're just, like, two big... They're two heels they're two getting heels. along. Yeah, they're two heels two getting heels. along. Yeah, they tag us because they're heels. Yeah, pretty much. But I'm not going to lie, Ricky, you're probably not going to like this. Seth that Rollins' cackle ruff- way better ruffles? than Sasha's cackle. Oh, no, Seth Rollins' cackle is amazing. It's not a ruffle. Kate, what are you, talk- what are you talking about? 
I'm watching. I have to watch the um, the fallout from Seth Rollins' attack on SmackDown to see this outfit. And my goodness, <laughs> the shirt looked like for a moment it looked like it was a ruffled like a ruffled shirt. I'll just give him till like this week. He'll Prince do it. Square. Oh, I know he'll do oh, it. Oh, R.I.P. to Prince. He died today, like years ago. He did. Yes, he did. Five years ago today. Yes, party like it's 1999. That's definitely what Seth Rollins is doing. And by the way, yes, Seth Rollins cackle tons better than sauces. Way better. Yeah, way better. Mm-hmm. Go, go, you, Seth. I'm a big Seth Rollins fan. These, this is my favorite Seth Rollins. Absolutely, oh, he's so annoying. Absolutely, my yeah, my all time favorite Seth Rollins. I thought Burn It Down Seth was great. This is ten times better. King Slayer Rollins, when that built up to Triple H, was really, really good. King Slayer Rollins was good. Um, no, it's funny if you go back and watch old promos of Money in the Bank Seth. It was like, wow, he he has developed his promos tenfold mm-hmm. i mean he was forced really, to do really it really well he was forced to do it like every monday when he was part of the authority yeah mm-hmm. like absolutely forced to do it and speaking of forcing to do things wwe has kayfabe suspended charlotte for, for her going full karen on a referee of uh, his past week on um on monday night raw and i believe she is suspended indefinitely um and find like what ten was it ten grand? It was a hundred. I thought it was a hundred thousand. It's a hundred k because she can afford it. She's a fucking flair. Um, what are your thoughts, Kay, on this? Uh, on Karen Flair? She's not even Charlotte anymore. She has gone full blown Karen. Okay, so I turned off Raw last night because I couldn't do it. I just could not do it. You just can't even. So I couldn't even. Mm. I could not even. Um, so I don't understand. Uh. Why is she being a character? She loses, and that's what happened. Is that all that happened? Well, do you want to explain this to to them, Will? Yeah. So uh, Charlotte came out, cut another promo. Oscar uh, came out. Oscar called her a bitch. It was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> if, I had, if I had my mix, I would have cut the audio and it would have been a new sounder. But you know, fuck me, right? Yeah, right. Uh, Rhea came down. Oscar Charlotte was like, "Hey, uh, Rhea, since you have something in the chair, where I have a match with Oscar." And then when when Charlotte was in the fig had Oscar in the figure eight, Rhea like pretty much broke it up, and then yeah. attacked Rhea, and then the match was a DQ, and then Charlotte beat the fuck out of a referee, like okay. repeatedly, like she just kept coming back and beating the snot out of him. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I think Charlotte's whole gripe is that she feels like everybody's she's got the Rodney Dangerfield I get no respect kind of stick right now. I get that vibe. Yeah, that's that's how she's feeling. And she's going to make people earn her respect. And she's she's like, I'm tired of being the nice one, blah, blah, blah. And so she name dropped like half of the, the more prominent people in the women's division. Like she name dropped Bliss and Bailey and Sasha and Rhea and everybody and Asuka. And I mean, this is this is this is the new Charlotte Flair, the unapologetic uh, Karen Flair, who ironically now that she's full-blown ultra bitch karen heel her twitter game is amazing like she tweeted a picture of her on the beach with andrade and she's like oh no what am i gonna do now that i'm suspended and well, it's perfect I have one one tweak to this character because i think you know the boys and girls in the back do respect charlotte absolutely um, i think 100 percent they sure. do right so she's telling the story of no one respects me no 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 she needs to tell a story of slack you don't respect me. <laughs> right? Like, she she tells a story yes. of like all you all you keyboard warriors, all you virgins out there, all you fucking PC 
fucking asshole fans, Mark <laughs> asshole. Why are you just gonna call out Slack like this? Like I'm not even this bad. You're supposed to be on his team. I, well, I, I'm saying I'm saying all all the Mark. I'm not saying Slack specific. I'm saying all the Marks out there. You don't respect me for being what the am because she's right. I am. The opportunity is a great gimmick for her. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Whoever wrote that on paper, wow. Like, I've, that's it's something that actually should have been done 10 years ago because she's right. She is the opportunity. She she is like uh, is someone that gives someone an opportunity. Like she gave EO and uh, Rhea Ripley an, uh, an opportunity this time last year. And look what happened. Look what it did to EO. Yeah. Right? But she yeah. she's pointing her anger at the wrong people. Ah, uh, okay. I, I, I like I liked the whole thing. And, you know, the more you bark at, uh, at the keyboard warriors, the more she's going to get attention from it. And so she'll become trending no matter what. You will love to exactly. you will love to hate her as Slack already does. And by the way, congratulations, Slack. Apparently Slack has a job now. Yeah, he works Yay! at Lowe's, baby. Yeah, he works at Lowe's. Congrats. I used to work at Lowe's. I was in a Lowe's family, kid. How was it? I was a cashier for two summers. There was a lot of standing. I wasn't a fan. Although... <laughs> They didn't. They I'm didn't. Sure Slack they, will TikTok about it. They paid me. They paid me. Uh, they paid me okay. Really? You know, I wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was. It was well above minimum wage. Okay, that's good. Uh, and I got. I got a lot of hours. I got around thirty, almost forty hours. Forty hours in a week. That's not that's bad. Good for a summer job. Yeah, it was. It was a def- It was definitely a good summer job for sure. Yeah, I think this is his job job, but we'll see what happens. He'll probably be on TikTok about it, which I won't watch at all. But K will, and K will let us know how he's how he's doing. Maybe he's a general manager. Stop it! Stop it! Uh, Slack did work at Tim Hortons, but there's a whole controversy about that, friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of controversy, look at this cherub. Pat McAfee is now yeah. joined the SmackDown announced team alongside Michael Cole and a very big surprise because for the longest time we thought Pat McAfee was going to show up on NXT rekindle this thing with Adam Cole they moved past that especially because his faction kind of got like dead in the water once um once homeboy they got, yeah once they all got injured you know did Adam Cole show up on Smackdown he did not no I'm no waiting no. Yeah, no one did it was very it was very upsetting but that's really disappointing but I'm waiting I am waiting for Adam Cole to show up on Smackdown now because Honestly, Adam Cole, Pat McAfee on SmackDown, they'll hit 3 million views. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. For that quarter hour. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they're they're gold. And honestly, uh, well, I thought Pat McAfee was actually really good. Well, it helps because he has a radio show and he's familiar with the product. Mm -hmm. Uh, unlike, yeah. unlike the, I, I'm sorry, I forget the guy. I forget the A man on Raw. It's, it's, it's an alt. What is the? Can someone tell us what the name of the of the of a guy, the uh, new play by play guy? I know it's something. I know it's something V. Like his last name begins with a V. V man. That's right. It's V man. He's he's very uncomfortable. He doesn't really know the product as well, and he comes from a sports world, which is very, There it is. He comes from a baseball world, which is a very specific way of doing play-by-play. It's a lot slower. Yeah. Whereas wrestling is a lot faster. Yeah. And he's just in Pat McAfee, you know, he comes from radio. I think he's on Sirius XM. So he speaks a lot off the cuff. He speak and he's familiar with the product, like I said. So he it comes more naturally to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought for a first round, he he passed. He was he's entertaining. He stands up too much. It was weird. Um <laughs> I mean, so did Mar Ronaldo. And that's true. But and he speaks sometimes when he said listen. Yeah. It's like it's like Pat, those are indoor words, right? Like when someone's walking under the ring and during like a serious moment, that's when you don't speak. Um so you know, 
but for first round, I thought it was really good. Again, Vince wasn't at SmackDown. Yeah. So we didn't have him in his ear. So we'll see how he is next week. <laughs> we definitely will. French is saying apparently Vince loves Adnanberg. Uh, he needs help. And I think you hit the nail in the coffin because, like, when you do baseball commentary, at least, there is a lot of time you have to waste. There's a lot of time you have to waste, especially if like no one's getting a hit. Like I've I've listened to baseball announcers talk about everything under the sun but the game. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, growing up in growing up in Boston, listening to Don Arcillo and Jerry Remy talk about Dunkin' Donuts coffee like every other game. <laughs> and like, you know, Vince Scully was the best of this for the Dodgers. Yeah. He did, he did like a, a whole inning talking about facial hair of the Dodgers. Right? That's amazing. Like, something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But he was the best at it because you know. With baseball, it's a, you. You got to tell a story with without saying what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. the hardest thing. You know, here's a two-one and fouled off. Yeah, fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, that, I can understand why coming to WWE where there's action all the time, it's hard. He's got to he's got to speed up, and where Pat McAfee already kind of has that pace going, he's just too fast at times. Like I think he's too excited give him to be a there. Red Bull, he'll be fine. Do not. Oh, give Adnan a Red Bull, sure. Yeah, give Adnan a Red Bull. I was like, don't give Pat McAfee a Red Bull. No, oh God, no. Oh, all right, Mr. Fretz, Mr. Fretz made a good point. Only one man can do that, Bob Uecker. Bob Uecker was amazing. I will say that. I freaking love Bob yeah. Uecker. Him in Major League, he ad-libbed all of his lines. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. 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 <laughs> amazing. God. Yeah. And, and, and the not-so-surprising thing that we've seen ever, we finally figured out who was behind the mask of Mace in T-Bar. We've never seen these guys before. Uh, Corey, he was Donovan Dijakovic in NXT. <laughs> and d- We've never seen him before. <laughs> and Dio Madden was a former Raw announcer. Yeah, I, took, I I thought I didn't know that was like I I, I heard the name I, I, heard, I knew he was Dio Madden, but I forgot Dio Madden did commentary for like a, almost like six yeah, months. Brock almost. Murdered yeah, Brock Lesnar Yeah, he got uh, he got taken out of the Nassau Coliseum. I was at that event. He f fived him because he wanted to go up against Samoa Joe again, and then Dio Madden, who is towers over Brock, which is kind of crazy to see in person. Yeah. Um, yeah he was a big boy. Dio's a big boy. Very big boy. Yeah, Dio's a big boy. And Brock just ate him up. And that's how Brock f 5 them so he can go back to the performance center and train. So then they can bring him back. <laughs> so it's, I mean, thank God. It was kind of like one of those segments where like, it was like WWE was like just saying like, just destroy this gimmick. We're never doing this again. Kind of moment. Yeah, they moved Mia too. Uh, the rumor is Mia will show up on um on SmackDown this Friday. That's the rumor, but good. Now we can actually get something here. Maybe that, you know, we've unmasked Donovan Dijakovic. Maybe we can bring Keith Lee back and you can get Keith. Where is he now? That is the big question. What is like, why is he's more than he's more than recovered. I'm telling you right now, they're not not, not high on Keith Lee. They don't they don't like Keith Lee. They don't like how he works. The the higher ups like Bruce Pritchard and Vince, they they don't like how he works. You got to. What's wrong with how he works? You got to give him somebody to work with. He doesn't wrestle like a big man. 
they don't like they don't like that he's like a he's like a high flyer as a big they don't like how versatile he is they want him, they want him to work the big man style why is it why is being versatile a problem it's they're coming it's just what they want i think they're too old they're too old uh, yeah they're too old so they're, they're out of touch and at least at least in this in this circumstance yeah like i feel like trips need to go in there he's a world champion keith lee deserves to be world champion yeah i know i think in this instance you have to trip i know trips has very hands off for robbie as he can at the moment but he's got i i'm Trips has to come to bat for these guys at some point. Be like, did you like just put him with Dodger Coach? Just let give him 15 minutes and watch what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Just like guide them a little bit. Well, don't worry. Triple H had his moment last week on NXT when like the, 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 the women had the belts and they had the. <laughs> yeah. Triple H, yeah. Triple H was just like, hey, this is all me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're welcome. Triple H is like, yeah, what's bigger? There are titles on my nose. My ego. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Triple H, Triple H has his moments. Don't, don't you worry. Yeah, that's very true. So good luck to them. Uh, speaking of a guy who I think is getting too many moments, this is just my opinion, Kay. Um, but I'm really getting tired of Drew McIntyre. I agree. Drew McIntyre is one of the reasons that inspired me to turn off Raw on Monday. Wow. I, I love him, but like, sir. You've had too many opportunities. You were the champion for most of 2020. You had your WrestleMania moment. You had a really nice match at Mania, even though you didn't win. Give it up, buddy. You know what it is. You know what it is. Go find a me- go find a meaningful feud that doesn't require a title. Like I'm over it. They're John Cena. They're giving him a John Cena treatment. Well, and it's it's too much. His his promos are formulaic. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, he he's 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 lost his edge. He's lost he his coolness. Seem genuine anymore. He's, if anything, he's overexposed. It's funny. Yeah. Another wrestling podcast I listen to, The Dirty Sheets. Um, the main, one of the main hosts is legitimate best friends with Drew McIntyre. Like, oh, wow. He's from England. So, like, he's really good oh, for wow. the crew. So, um, Drew, Drew's texting me. He's like, hey, if you got any ideas, let me know. And I can, like, Cause you, you guy will pitch my ideas to pitch Drew. But Drew would pitch to Vince. Yeah. So he goes, got any ideas, let me know. The guy just goes, get injured. <laughs> <laughs> And honestly, it's sad. Smart move. He needs to be off TV for a little bit because he's he's overexposed. Yeah. He's doing the same shtick, and he's he's playing that poster boy role, which doesn't suit like him. him you know, and it, it it really hurts. Um, it kind of hurts Bobby because like. If you, if you have Bobby Lashley, was Bobby on TV? I didn't see him. I don't believe he was. Oh, I don't. Remember. But here's the thing: if you have Lashley go over Drew at Mania in the fashion that he did, Drew should have disappeared for at least four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like just give a cool like Drew had his moment. He got his entrance. He got the heroes welcome back. He's the first guy out the, to bring in the crowd. You know, and everything, but. He it, to put him back in this position to try to chase the title that he lost cleanly. It wasn't like it was nefarious reasons, right? Like he lost clean. He cl- he clearly lost clean. He didn't tap. He passed out. Whatever it is, what it is, they gave you that satisfaction of not having, not seeing you tap out, which is a great spot to be in. Now disappear. Take a break. Have Lashley run wild, and you know maybe have Crazy Drew come back or something. But he's he's overexposed. He might need a heel turn, friends. That's true. I miss the Scottish psychopath. Give me that. Well, e- oh. even Jermaine is like I think Drew's getting stale, and he's from the UK. 
So yeah, he's he's definitely stale. Yeah, sure. but somebody who's probably not stale and had the best promo of her career. Uh, Rash is fun, <laughs> but it was a great. It's a great babyface promo, Bianca Belair. I can't wait to hear. Um and and her, and her little uh, her backup dancers were Street Profits. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it works it's That's perfectly so it was it was cool they had they had a whole little celebration her husband montez ford introduced her and she cut a, a great promo of like every what is it wills like everybody's the est or something like that yeah everybody has a little bit of est in them you just got to fight for it and find it and oh. chase great it. promo can't it, actually think better it was very yeah, it was very uh, it's a face promo yeah it was very cookie cutter very cliche. Yeah, but what's next for her? If you have your dreams, you can achieve them all. It's the new say your prayers and eat your vitamins. But K Murphy, what, yeah. what's the, what's next for Bianca? Who's who's Bianca's first opponent, if not Sasha at WrestleMania Backlash? Um if not Sasha. If not Sasha, which is it, by the way, folks, it's gonna be Sasha at WrestleMania Backlash. Well, yeah. Backlash is gonna be a bunch of fucking rematches. I don't care. Um Maybe I feel like Natty's gonna try to go after her and lose. They need to do something Honestly. with Natty and Tamina. Dude, they have no, they have no one believable to put her up against. Maybe Bailey. That's why it took me so I long. Think I think like, oh, Bailey's uh, probably your Bailey's probably now. your next best person, <laughs> unless they move EO over. But EO's still in NXT. I, that's why. I, that's why I specifically didn't pick Bailey because like that's the logical next step after Sasha because no one else like it's what Natty Tamina. With the riot squad is the riot squad in SmackDown? Yes, yes, yeah. maybe. Well, no, Natty, Natty rolled up uh, Shayna Baszler on SmackDown. Shayna Baszler eating another pin. That chick has eaten more pins in the past few months than she did in a whole NXT. Run. Yeah, she she needs to break away from Nia and put put Shayna on SmackDown and have her be have her be the foil to Bianca. She be she'd be a great foil to Bianca. Start building her up, man. SummerSlam. Ever take the title off Bianca at SummerSlam? That's, Major heel. That's heel. great. That's fantastic. Actually, I like it. I like that a lot. And Summer SummerSlam is the heel is the heel pay per view as Ricky likes to call it. It's it's the pay per view of the heels. It really is. And by the way, speaking of heels, it might be going to Boston if you listen to the Ballot Club guy. There. It was supposed to be in Boston. They're highly considering TD Garden. Let's see if our tickets. And we were gonna we were gonna let's go. See, we were gonna yeah, go let's see year. if our tickets still work this time. No one will notice. Anyhow, let's move on um, to the most psychotic thing in Raw uh, is Alexa Bliss taking over the Fiend's character and totally shitting on Bray and this doll Lily. So my big question for you, K. Murphy, is who is going to be Lily? Wrong answers only. Eva Marie. God damn it. I should have just should have told you to take, take a serious answer. Um, Wrong answers only. It's going to be Mrs. Fretz. <laughs> I was I was gonna say it's Marjo, like Mrs. Uh, mother-in-law. AJ oh Lee. <laughs> AJ Lee. It's it's, it's the, that's right. It's the ghost of Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody remember like Nydia, like Jamie Noble and Nydia? <laughs> No, that's really familiar. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Fred said it's gonna. That sounds. Mr. Fred said it's gonna be Ellsworth, bro. Yeah, if bro. it is Ellsworth, no. I'd be. So, I I would laugh so hard. Oh, Dude, maybe it's man. maybe it's not anybody. Maybe it's just a fucking stupid doll. It's maybe just like, I, I'm sick. I'm sick. You know what? Remember when Bray Wyatt 
was stale and he was just cutting nonsensical promos for the sake of nonsensical promos. Oh, Sister Abigail? That's I, yeah, that's what, that's what I feel like this is. It's just like your promos, it just doesn't make sense anymore. You don't know what you're doing. So it's going to write something confusing to confuse people for the sake of confusion and illusion. My hope is that it's a, it's a, not a repackage, but a more original Nikki Cross. <laughs> Oh, that'd be cool. Ooh, like yeah, Nikki Cross cool. could be a great one. This would have been a great Chelsea Green angle because Chelsea Green got mm-hmm. over on the Indies for being a crazy bitch. Um, but they fired her. So well now hear me out. What? Triple threat match. Pumpkin Finn Balor versus Sister Abigail versus Lily. Lily Lily wins hands down. <laughs> like with Enzo more suspended over. Oh my god! I, yeah, why? Why are we questioning who she is? She's right there in a goddamn lap. It's it's just a stupid, weird doll. With skulls for uh, with skulls for teeth. Teeth. Yeah, that's what. That's a neat trick. Yeah, it is skulls for teeth. It is real. I want the skulls. I want the skulls have teeth. You know what? <laughs> that would be a, that would be a great like trippy thing. It's like you just keep uh, zooming in on the skulls with teeth, and it just keeps repeating itself. <laughs> I, would, I would not like be that. like a screensaver versus Chucky. Shut up, Brett. Like uh, and so we have the first of our challenges. Uh, Seamus, who's looking jacked as all hell, um, has now issued a U.S. title open challenge. So apparently, when you get the U.S. title, eventually at some point you're going to do an open challenge, and you already killed Humberto Carrillo. So who else is? Shame is going to take out in the U.S. Open Challenge. <laughs> I'm surprised Jeff it wasn't Ricochet already. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm also surprised it wasn't Jeff Hardy already. I feel like Jeff Hardy wasn't even on the roster. Why didn't he get released? I'm surprised Jeff Hardy didn't get released either. I know you're going to be mad, Kay, but... but Don't save it. Kay, it's time. It's time. It is. Oh. It's Vader time. <laughs> are you are you prepared for the episode with me the day Jeff Hardy is released? No, I'm 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 not prepared. I might ban you from the show oh. for that episode. <laughs> oh no, I'm getting emotional thinking. Nah. Drew Gulak is a He's good not- opponent, Mr. Fretz, for uh, for for Sheamus. Ricochet also a good opponent. I want Reginald to get in on this and just get destroyed by Sheamus. Where is he? They cooled off on Reginald because. What show is he actually on? I don't know. It, like, wasn't he originally Carmella's bitch, and she's in SmackDown? And then he right? was Nia's bitch, and then they on went Raw. away from right. that, and now Nia's not. Yeah, Nia's apparently getting looked at by um, Angel Garza. Interesting. Yeah, Angel Garza came back and slid into Nia's DMs. It was kind of awkward, but I'm not surprised at all. Gross. At all. Uh, but for for Sheamus, who else can you feed to him on the Raw mid-card? Well, well, there's, a, there's, a, there's a Raw mid-card? Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the question. Who else is on Raw? That's also a good question as well. Uh, it could be Alistair, potentially. Wait, is that, that's what I was going to say. Like, is Alistair Roger's Unfortunately, this could this could be this could be the Adam Cole takes out Sheamus and wins the US title push. Like in the in the like and then Keith Lee, yeah, sure, maybe. Um Dude, what's gonna happen though? Because Adam Cole's gonna get called up, right? He's gonna be in the ring next to Sheamus, and Vince is gonna be like no. <laughs> Um it, I mean it could be Roddy. Roddy's gonna Roddy has to show up somewhere, even though Roddy like quote unquote resigned. 
Just because he resigns from NXT doesn't mean he yeah can. he's gonna he's gonna show up somewhere, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, last but not least, <laughs> the most one of, probably one of the high points, no pun intended, of of Raw was a uh, Will selection for match of the week. Uh, Randy Orton versus versus Riddle. Um, so talk about this, Will. You're not gonna like this, guys, but Riddle's growing on me. Really. Yeah, he's kind of growing on me. He's just, I don't know, it's like him going, it's like, beat you there, bro. Randy's reactions. Randy not knowing his name. He's a quiver. He is. I don't know. He's blonde hair, scooter. He's a weirdo. I want him to. We got to teach him a lesson. Yeah, like, I don't know. I still hate the birds. Uh, I don't like how he He doesn't hate the birds. But like I, he's growing on me. His in-ring work is still solid. I guess he like he has thing. He doesn't wrestle like a moron. He doesn't wrestle like a stoner. No, no. he doesn't. He still, he still has that intensity. He puts on a good match. And him and him and Orton has had a good chemistry. It was fun. Yeah, Orton's in the business of keeping the business going and putting people over. So this is what Orton's gonna do for a while until they decide to put a belt on him again. Which is fine. Uh, and I mean, the fact that Riddle's being annoying and Orton wants to kill him means that the scenario's working. Oops, excuse me, at least for right now. So that is the end of the first half of our show. So we are going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Kenny Omega about to make an impact on Impact. Um, another wrestling promotion got a TV deal and NXT on Tuesday nights. Great, great, solid wrestling. So all that and more when we come back. Greetings from the Great White North. This is Mr. Fretz from the Fretzelmania podcast, and you are listening to WrestleAddict Radio, the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. My name is the Monday Night Delight, and my life has been pretty crazy. You see, I've been a wrestling fan since I was 10, and when I was 29, I started a wrestling show with my friend Mitchell called The Gift Podcast. You may have heard of it. It was great, but Mitchell met a girl that he thought was even greater, so he left the show when they got married, and I still love him. Anyway, I did the show by myself for a while, but that got hard, so I joined up with Rant with Ant and went to WrestleMania, where I met the Kings of the Rings, and that was awesome. Eventually, though, Rant with Ant went away, but Ant left us with WrestleAddict Radio. Hooray! But then things got crazy in my life, and I decided to stop doing The Gift Podcast. For four months, I didn't do a show except when Goldberg won the Universal title from The Fiend. I mean, what was that all about? I was so mad and I had no outlet. It drove me crazy and I had to start a new show. The Delight Show. Every Wednesday, we talk about all elite wrestling, TNA, Impact Wrestling, pop culture, and if we really, really have to, the WWE. It's a fun time and I'd love for you to join me every Wednesday on The Delight Show on Wrestle Attic Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. Bye! A wise man once said, if you step to the kings... You best not miss. But in this case, you listen to the smooth sounds of Kay Murphy, King Ricky Rose, and Will Terrace Shook. Combined, they are the Kings of the Rings podcast right here on WrestleAddict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. Boo! <laughs> crazy you crazy guys welcome back ladies and gentlemen the kings of the rings podcast episode number 245 wacky wednesday we are here for the first uh, time dr seuss book was it really it was wacky wednesday a dr seuss book yep really really yep i did not know that at all so we're going up against AEW actually from here on out as we are with WEA uh, battling AEW on Wednesday nights. However, AEW's going up against Impact and totally destroying it. Uh, we're going to have at Impact Rebellion, which apparently is April 25th this Sunday. Um, <laughs> you're going to have a title versus title match, not a title for title match, uh, which is pitting uh, Rich Swan, the Impact uh, 
world champion. What a redemption from Rich Swan, especially how he went out from WWE uh, versus the AEW world champion Kenny Omega. And I was uh, I was talking to a former a former guest host of the show, uh, AJ Skywalker, and he put up a good point. Um, It was the fact that this forbidden door storyline has helped nobody but Kenny Omega (laughs) and the Good Brothers. Do you know what's helped? You know what's helped the most? What? D- WWE <laughs> with, with, with Jericho on Austin's podcast. I'm not even. I, I'm not even kidding. It's not just for laughs. It. Did you guys watch it yet? I, yeah, I it totally was, forgot to do it. Phenomenal. Yet. It was it phenomenal. Was so great. Jericho has a bit of an ego issue, but really Jericho, yeah. Jericho with That's an ego it. issue. He's just like he's like I know when to leave. I'm not, I think pretty much it's pretty much the story. Is like listen, if I'm on the top of the card, I'm leaving. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but I mean, yeah. if you want to like twist it, you could say he's a good example of knowing your worth and be- believing yeah. in yourself. Sure. Yeah. Like, like he left, like, you know, after I don't know, talking about Jericho, I know a cyborg That's fine. Uh, after him and Owens were number two on the card. Jericho essentially just like he was like, took you took me out of the main event. Fine. That's business. You know, more money in Goldberg Brock. Totally cool. Yeah. He was humble about that. But number two in the card, he thought that was disrespectful. Which, to be fair, because he thought because it was the best storyline of that year, which it, it was. was. It was. Which it was. Yes. It deserved way better than number two. It should have opened the show if it wasn't the main event. Yeah, but so then look, right. look at the match they produced, though. I mean, it was a good match, but it wasn't a great match. True. And honestly, I, I, hindsight, Vince was right. If that was yeah. the main event of WrestleMania, it would have been a stinker. Yeah, it would have been it would have been really, really bad. It just wasn't built like that. And you also had you're not well, gonna beat the you're not gonna be a retiring out. Undertaker. Well maybe that, it that wasn't thought. as good as because he wasn't Jericho didn't get where he wanted on the cards and maybe like almost he gave less of a fuck. Yeah, he was like, okay, I I, he's like, I know my place, I think I'm worth more. So he went yeah. to Japan, you know, made him at three Tokyo domes. So he was right. You know, he left WCW because he knew he had he could do more. Mm-hmm. And he was right. So yeah. Yeah, anyway, the whole point is WWE has uh, been more beneficial than TNA with this forbidden door bullshit. Yeah, um, there's been nobody except for the Good Brothers on AEW. Yeah, AEW really hasn't even benefited that much either, with other than Don Callis and the Young Bucks finally deciding to be heels again. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is... Remember when this was like going to be a big thing and they showed up and blah, 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 and all this talent's going to come over and we, we've got enough. It's just a, it's a Kenny Omega fever dream. <laughs> it is. It's a, I'm, 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 I'm calling the space. It's a Kenny Omega fever dream. You had the, uh, I too. Yeah. You have an, <laughs> yeah, right. You have an opportunity to highlight a lot of talent from impact because impact has a lot of talent. You have the opportunity to highlight some other talent from AEW that's not used on AEW and bring them over to impact to even give them in ring time. And you get absolutely nothing. You get Tony Khan commercials on impact for, with Kenny Omega for no fucking reason. Jesus. Yeah, it's just and and at this point, Kenny Omega's beating Rich Swan because no one cares anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that and that's a shame because Rich Swan has a I good story on Impact. Kenny Omega lost. And I don't even fucking watch Impact. Yeah. And the good brothers aren't that's right, Fretz. The good brothers aren't even the champs. You have Finn Finley Jr. and Juice Robinson as the champions of Impact. 
So, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with them? So, I, I'm so like, yay, I might tune in. I might watch this match. I think it actually might be a good match. But Kenny Omega's winning. If Rich Swan wins, very surprised. Very surprised. Where that is this going to be? When is this? Sunday? It's Sunday. I'm, I'm going to be at a, I think I'm going to be at a surprise party or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'll watch it on a stream or something. Because, you know, obviously you can't really find impact anywhere. However, you can find Major League Wrestling almost no is also known as MLW on Vice TV. Wait, very what? exactly. MLW, Major League Wrestling, who got a lot of fame just like NWA Power did over on YouTube, because they were doing Monday, uh, Monday shows on YouTube, like live streams and stuff, which by the way, Jim Cornette is over there in MLW the last what? time I checked. Um, but they were able to strike a TV deal with Vice. So expect MLW to start becoming a big player because because guess what unlike impact they actually have a television show that people like to watch because you know dark side of the ring is on vice and they're about to rev up again as well so uh will you probably never seen mlw have you i haven't it's something i've always known was a thing yeah um but i've never actually watched but i'm not gonna lie guys uh <laughs> Impact Plus is only $80 for the full year. <laughs> and I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I can watch all of my old TNA I want from like 2009. I'm really thinking about it, not going to mm-hmm. lie. Wait, it's, it's really only 80 for a year? Like, I might do it just for like research. It's, yeah, it's eight bucks a month or $80 for the full year. I think it's even, it might, might even be like 70, $71 for the year. That's even better. So, yeah, wow. they have they have the asylum years impact in sixty. <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't look that bad. If it was if it was like four dollars, I might do it. If it was three dollars, I would definitely do it. But eight dollars dollars. I don't know, oh, man. No. Impact and I can only watch it on their website, maybe. I don't know, it might be an issue. Yeah. Um, it's not an app. It's probably an app somewhere. Uh, yeah, Roku maybe like, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I mean, do you do you also get the pay per views? I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Uh, probably. I don't see. I don't see why not. Pay per views. Uh, 2021. Well, you can watch Hard to Kill right now. Oh, great! Mm-hmm. Very nice. So, Kay, it sounds like you're very familiar with MLW. I've watched MLW from time to time. I've seen it like casually. I'm just surprised it's going to TV. I'm surprised MLW is going to TV and going to Vice TV. Like again, this is a better TV deal than what Impact has had. Um, so there, there's a lot of promise with this. There's what a lot day of good. Of the week is this going to be? I don't know at this I point. Can, I. I love wrestling so much. I can't do anymore. I don't know. They I haven't announced it. I can't do what we're doing now. <laughs> this isn't sustainable. Yeah, they haven't announced it yet, uh, but they just said that MLW is coming to Vice TV. So here, and congratulations to MLW, because um, I think they can fill a niche that Impact hasn't been able to do. And this is only going to elevate those wrestlers because they will have a national product instead of being on YouTube. Something that maybe I don't know AEW might have learned from, but putting two YouTube shows on every week. Oh, what they have they have impact explosion too. Oh my God. Well, all right, anyway, as we move on <laughs> as we move on, uh, my favorite Fallout Boy reject, Kyle O'Reilly. He looks like Orange Cassidy's twin who likes ska music. Wow. Honestly, I didn't see it until now. I didn't see the moment he came out. I'm like, oh my god, Scott Orange Cassidy. Yeah, 
Yeah, the wow, the wow. Okay, I do totally, <laughs> totally take him for a loop. He does look like <laughs> Scott Arts Cassidy. <laughs> That's great. But Kyle O'Reilly's now a main event player in NXT, which I kind of enjoy. He's got his promos down. He's still pretty funny. And he put on our favorite match of the week, Kay. Uh, him versus Will's favorite heel, Cameron Grimes, uh, in, the, in the main event of NXT. All right. I, yeah. I don't watch NXT yet, so I'm, so I'm, I'm a little checked out. I'm going through Impact Plus. <laughs> Did you buy it yet? No, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> You'll buy it tomorrow. It's, it's, on, it's on Fight TV. Oh, okay. Perfect. Um, I feel like, well, you're going to really like this match. Um, as much as I fucking hate Cameron Grimes, he's a very good wrestler. How dare you? <laughs> how, dare, how dare I what? How dare you hate Cameron Grimes? Those words should never be put together. I know, uh, I know somebody who hates Cameron Grimes. I, I am a day one. I am a day one Cameron Grimes supporter because fuck ACH. <laughs> He's still wrestling <laughs> too somewhere. Yeah, sure he is. No, he is. No, he is. MLW, right? I think he actually might be at MLW. Someone has to check that for us, but I think he actually might be at MLW. There is ACH. Yeah. What is is he ACH? He's ACH on the Indies, right? No, uh, yes, he is. I think yes, maybe. Yes, he is ACH on the Indies. Say, Cameron Grimes should have won that competition. That's all I'm saying. Well, he did win by default. No, ACH won. Oh, that's right. But then he AC. I mean, ACH got fired, obviously, and then yeah. So Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes won. Yeah. Yeah, he's an MLW. I told you, ACH is. You know what it is? TV. Honestly, I think I think this is what it is. I'm just I'm a sucker for chest hair because I don't have any. So oh, you're you're, you're envious. It's, it's so you're living vicariously through Cameron Grimes. Yeah, like Drew is, but not even for his TV because of chest hair. But not even hair. for his money. Like you want to be like Cameron Grimes, not because he's rich, because he's chest hair. I, I want his hair. I just want his body hair. I want his money. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, yeah, I want his fake prop hundred dollar bills. He throws it every week. Yeah, right. You can tell it's not real money. I want him. I want because he keeps on screaming about Ted DiBiase and how he keeps blowing him off. Oh my god! I'm I crying. cannot wait. It's really funny for them to actually bring Ted DiBiase back. You know what they gotta do? They gotta keep Next calling button over. and uh, Ted DiBiase Jr. comes out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, my, my father doesn't want to see you and like just walks away. <laughs> um, no, it was he, it was really funny. Yeah. I don't like him, but it was very funny. Yeah. I'll give him that. Well, this is a fantastic technical match because NXT really does wrestling really, really well. And this is a great match. So do check this out as it is uh, Kay Murphy and myself, uh, our favorite match of the week. But moving on, uh, we did have a debut on NXT uh, from the newest sensation uh, out of Japan because that's just what NXT does. They find the best Japanese wrestler and they bring her to NXT. And Saray is pretty much no different. Will, I know you haven't seen this, but I actually talked to Dave. And I was like, because I tweeted out, I was like, does anybody know who Saray is? And guess who? I've never heard of her. Guess who came running? No, not. That's the funny thing. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Dave didn't know who she was. No, Dave did. I just texted like, does, "What do we?" I not texted. I tweeted out, "Does anybody know anything about Saray?" First response, Dave. <laughs> First response. 
So uh, according to Dave, 25 year old Josie wrestler uh, has gotten endorsements from like Miko Satomura, uh, from Asuka, from EO. So she's very well, uh, she's got very good recommendations and she put on a great match against the ever ambitious Zoe Stark. They've been feeding Zoe that Stark almost, to everybody. That was almost my match of the week, honestly. It was really good. Yes. It's gotten to the point, Will, and you haven't watched this match yet, but I will tell you this, this Saray versus Zoe Stark could be an NXT women's title match at TakeOver. A thousand percent, yeah. It's, you know, it, it's really interesting because NXT specifically, by all, I even throw WWE in there. Yeah. They do a really, really good job with their Asian women that they take from Japan or elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, um, even like what Xylee could be or will be, and she's from China, I believe. She's the first yeah. Chinese, um, first Chinese recruit. So, so it's like it's so interesting that they do such a good job with their the, their foreign women. Yeah, but they can't do it with the foreign men. Like Shinsuke, great in NXT. WWE was a flop, right? Like, um, oh, um, what's his name? Kushida. Right, he's not necessarily exactly what he should be. He is now, but what is it with the Japanese men that they just don't do as well with the Japanese women, or even you know, I even say some Spanish, some Spanish guys like you know um, Umberto or Garza, whoever, Calisto, which, which I think for Cara. Oh, had his own issues. Sankara Sankara is a Hall of Famer backstage in catering. <laughs> he was he, he won so many catering fights. It is but legendary. He, 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 these Japanese women, they get them right every single time. You know what it is? And I think I noticed this because I watching Saray for the first time, she really knew how to play and pander to the crowd with, the, you know, mm-hmm. the exception of Shinsuke, who is very expressive in like naturally for Shinsuke. Like that's his character. But I feel like uh, the women that they recruit from, from, I guess, the from Asia or Japan or China, are more just naturally expressive. Asuka, crazy expressive. You know, um, Io, when she wants to be, can be crazy expressive uh, in the ring. Um, Kyrie Sane, also wildly expressive, like with her motions, uh, like her stomps to the corner and the elbow yeah. drop and stuff. Whereas with the men, they're just not as expressive at all. It could it could just be the wrestling style too. As well, my, yeah. My buddy, my buddy sent me a, uh, it's like a, a YouTube, it's like one of those video essays on YouTube all about like the art of being a heel in wrestling. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he, he had a whole segment on Japanese women wrestling in particular and how aggressive they are and how violent they are as compared to the rest of the world. So it could just be their style of wrestling over this overseas. Like a incredible. cultural thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is a total cultural thing where the men have to be a little bit more docile and the women can be a little bit more expressive. Uh, I yeah. love that. I love that. I like it too, but like when you watch this, well, you'll understand how she seems like a natural. Like she got the style, she got how to pander to the crowd. And she needs she's not gonna need that she's not gonna need that much of the WWE magic sprinkle polish dust. Pretty much, yeah. She's gonna need a better finisher, but besides that, she'll like I think she will be fine. And she's 25. I'll, I'll watch I'll watch it, I'll watch it tomorrow on the cock. Yeah, watch it on the cock. Um and also speaking of which you have Kushida, who has totally gotten rid of the jeans, and she 
shoes and he's natural. He's dressing, I guess, more like he was in Japan. Um, See, undies, or, or undies are boxers. They're, they're more boxers, really. Nice. Yeah, nice, nice. they're more. Bo- he's not wearing shoes either. He has taped up, taped up ankles. Mm. Very Rusev, very like original Rusev style. Um, but Kushida himself has also issued an open challenge uh, for the for the cruiserweight title, and he went on his first challenger. Will can you guess who it was? Uh, I know this, but I can't. Oh, it's uh, Legato. No, it wasn't actually. Uh, it was. It was. It was your favorite wrestler growing up in the Indies, Oni Lorcan. Oh, good for him. <laughs> yeah. And he's like the only one from that faction that isn't injured. So he came out. I was surprised it was him. I was too. I was like, oh, he's 205, but okay. Whatever. This is, I like, I will say this. Okay. I do like the fact that the Cruiserweight title is going to be doing like open challenge format because you got to, yeah, you, you got to save 205 live somehow. It's a great way to kind of filter in guys who they think are TV ready from 205 yeah. and get them a match against the shooter. Yeah. That's what it does. That's what it does, and that's what it's supposed to be. So I like that. Yeah. But so like, I want to see like Nice go back to NXT. You can get what is it, August Gray now? Yeah, August Gray. Kurt Stallion can show I, up again. I will never be mad about them ruining Retro Anthony Green's name. I'll never not be mad about that. <laughs> yeah, Kurt. Friend of the show. He is friend of the show. Friend of the show. It's a great, great interview with Anthony Green too. Uh, but let's move on. Then also, probably the most interesting love angle in all of wrestling right now is Indy Hartwell <laughs> versus. Oh, I'm obsessed. Luminous. Twilight. Okay, okay, I need to know: Were you like this as a child? Like what? Like like when you obsessed over over a significant person? Were you like? Did you do things that Indy did? Because like I never did this stuff. White clay shit. Yeah. Yes. What's your like middle school? What's your what's your clingiest story? Um. Well, I mean, like, if I had a boyfriend, like, we would, or like, we would, like, kind of know each other's schedules. So, like, oh, that's just natural for high school, I think. Yeah, but like, I would like go out of my way, like, say he had science uh-huh. downstairs yeah. and I had English upstairs you bet your ass I was late to class because I was fucking around downstairs first of course you were yeah like stuff like that trying out some chemicals making sure you get a reaction but, um, I remember in ninth grade I had a boyfriend and <laughs> in ninth grade I had a boyfriend and I remember I had a, it was like second period and I had English and he had resource room and they were like right across from each other so like we would like I don't know we would like leave go to the bathroom at like the same time and stuff and just like walk around classic classic I used to sneak out of earth science in ninth grade for the same boyfriend um because he had lunch while I had earth science so I would go to the bathroom and I would go to the cafeteria and go get a a bag of cool ranch Doritos and sneak them in my sweatshirt every day honestly I would love to have cool ranch Doritos when I was going through earth science Yeah. yeah, so like, I would literally come back and like I would wear his hoodie and like this boy was like a foot taller than me. So I would have this giant ass hoodie on and I would sneak into the cafeteria and come back with fucking a bag of chips. With his and hoodie. Like, Good job. And, yeah. And my teacher, my teacher looked exactly like Steve Carell. He didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Wait, you were taught by Steve Carell? 
He looks exact. His name is Mr. Kilmnick. It was when I went to Division, and he looked exactly like Steve Carell. That sounds like something Steve Carell's like alias would be is Mr. Kilmnick. Like I remember, <laughs> so, so I had a quick side, but this huge show was some girl's birthday, and he goes, "You know, your birthday is just you're just one year closer to your death." And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, your teacher said that. Damn. I'm like, damn, teach. Guess I'll see you in hell. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But my big question for this angle is right now, uh, Will, is that will this make Dexter Loomis speak? Will he? Will he actually open up? Uh, only if a sex tape is released. You know what? I'm for that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That that muff duster. That's <laughs> <laughs> the star of the yeah, show. Yeah. Getting all that stuff. You know she's got Stop a hairy coochie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're, they're, they're gonna bring lice back, baby. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> I already love their couple name index. They're gonna be it's gonna be the index sex oh, tape. Yeah, Beth Phoenix coined them index. I love that. It's amazing. I, Beth Phoenix is also really good at what she does. She's improved a lot. But we're at this tired part of our show where we already talked about our matches of the week, but we are going to talk about our King of the Night. And for everybody watching right now, we do have a very special King of the Night that I don't think you will see coming. It was a unanimous selection. And it's this guy. Some of you guys might know this face. Um, It's a very legendary face in the world of uh, wrestling podcasting of the past, God, I don't know, five years. His name is Anthony Stefano. You guys might know him from a show called Ran With Dan, a very popular show uh, for its time. Uh, Ran With Dan is the reason that Kings of the Rings podcast and WrestleAttic Radio is kind of a thing. Uh, Ran With Ant, or Anthony Stefano, we call him Rant, as a lot of people said, uh, is in is one of the most generous people that I have ever met. I remember um, when we met him uh, at the Royal Rumble when we were in Philly. Rumble. Yeah. Yep. Rumble in Philly. Um, he... T- he didn't. He was very popular then, um, but and he didn't have to take time out to talk to me, my uh, myself, Will, and Dave. But he did. He stayed with us. He invited us with, to all his people. That's where I met Mance for the first time, I believe, or G Rod, not Mance. Uh, G Rod, Antisocial Kim was there, I believe, as well. That's what we met. Oh my god! Yeah, right. That's what we met Issa as well for the first time. <laughs> yeah, and he took us on the wing. He took pictures with us. He even gave us advice. I slipped him a business card and he actually listened to us you know he listened to us and he actually enjoyed us and he started promoting us and then when he decided to bring us on board to what he was trying to build at the time i remember one of our questions for him when we had a giant phone conference he was we asked him what do you want what do you need us to change and he said absolutely nothing Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! He said, which honestly yeah. was was a was a big 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 breaking point for me. Yeah, it's like if you want to bring us on the network, fine. But what are the ground rules? And it's like if you want us to change, well, I'd have to seriously think about it. And he said absolutely nothing. It's like oh thank God, this guy has confidence in us. He can deal with my shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that that was that was just. That was just the breaking point. Like, all right, let's do this. That's a hundred percent do this. It's the right call. Yeah. You know, and is is like Philadelphia. You said he's a very kind guy. He's a loving father. Two beautiful daughters. A beautiful wife. A beautiful family. Absolutely. I see it all. He posts about it all the time. It's fucking. They had 
They have it, the American Dream family. Seriously, yeah. it's like talk. You want to talk about? You think I'm jealous of fucking Cameron Grimes' chest hair? No, no. I want. I want this fucking guy's family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this an amazing human being, a, a great friend. You know, a great graphic designer. He's made a countless things for us. Most of the logos yeah. you see on the show were made by him. Yeah, <laughs> super talented. Yeah, super talented. This man works his ass off, and even when he was running WrestleMania right at the time, no matter how busy he was, and well, you can attest to this, he was always in a group chat at least once a week saying, "What do you guys need from me? What can I do to help you?" Mm-hmm. At any point, and there's and um, and you know, fortunately, he had to. Um, you know, he he had to let this he had to let this podcast life go, and he moved on to other things because you know he has a family to raise, and he's now a Twitch streamer, Game of Ant. Go check him out. Uh, and we couldn't thank Ant enough for all that he's done for us. And we unfortunately got the news uh, a couple of days ago, um, earlier this week, that Ant's older brother Gregory DeStefano unfortunately passed away. If anybody knows Ant, Ant, you would know that Ant has an older brother named Greg, who was very, very sick uh, since. Uh, since Greg was 10, he was suffering from pediatric cancer. He was wheelchair bound, I believe. Um, and he started to decline uh, several weeks ago, very dramatically and drastically. And unfortunately, uh, Anthony DeStefano lost his brother, Gregory, um, earlier this week. Uh, and, he's in you know, if anybody has reached out to him, just send him some well wishes because I can tell you right now, he is not having an easy go with this. And who would? He lost his brother, his older brother, somebody he looked up to no matter what, somebody he cared so, so very deeply about. And one of the things that we that we mentioned already about Anne is that he's a very generous and giving person. Even though his brother did pass away, he still wanted to do something to honor his brother and to in the in the um to be charitable to at least somebody else to kind of pay it for it. Anthony DeStefano is a and rant is a big paid forward guy. It's one of the pillars of wrestling radio and Kings of the Rings podcast. We try to be charitable in many, many different ways. And so what we're, n- we're letting you know, we're not asking you, um, but we strongly suggest uh, that you help Ant out um, and to, to honor his brother and for everything that he's done for us and for just the general wrestling podcast community. Like you don't understand how much of a weight Anthony's name holds. Um, but Anthony put up this, uh, this, uh, this kind of like this GoFundMe with donation page. And I'm going to read it for you uh, right now. It's from Make-A-Wish, New Jersey. And it states this page is the honor uh and memorialize uh, Greg DeStefano. As you may know, Greg battled pediatric cancer when he was just 10 years old. Greg's wish was for his family to go to Disney World to spend time together. During that trip, so many amazing memories were created. With Greg's passing, the family has decided to honor him, and you can donate uh, and help another uh, child's dream come true. Greg loved children, and we know that it would be an honor to make a difference in a child's life during the most trying times. Now, I will tell you this right now. Uh, There's been so many 
donors and put a goal of $2,500. And I can tell you right now, they are currently at the time of this recording at $9,165. Oh, yes. Right now. And wow. yeah. That's amazing. And if anybody has knows anything about the Make-A-Wish Foundation, it's one of the biggest foundations that you can think of. WWE partners with Make-A-Wish a ton of times. John Cena has done the most Make-A-Wishes in the history of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. It's a very great organization. A lot of the children that you see that show up on WWE are from the Make-A-Wish Foundation. You know, when they, um, and also, you know, Susan G. Komen and Pediatric Cancer. Um, so, we're strongly suggesting that if you can uh, donate to a great cause in honor of our great friend, Anta Stefano's uh, late brother, we are going to drop a link in the description uh, of this post on our video and of our audio stream. It's going to be the first thing you see. Uh, any money that you can drop uh, is greatly appreciated. I'm going to be personally doing one. We've already made a donation uh, on behalf of all of war. Thank you so much, Man's Chapel. Um, and we just want to take this time right now. I want to do it right now, and I'll let you guys also speak as well, because uh, I do need to get a drink of water. But Anthony, uh, we love you. We are thinking about you. And thank you so much for giving myself and Will and Kate the opportunity to, as you like to always say, keep wrestling well. Real, not Will, sorry. Yeah, keep it Will. <laughs> keep, keep it, it Will. Keep yeah. it will. Yeah. Do not yeah. keep it Will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> keep it real. Oh, my God. I want to make a shirt for you that says keep wrestling. Keep wrestling well. I think I just came up with a shirt idea. I think I just came up with a shirt idea. Keep wrestling well. I love it. Um, but Will, any thoughts? All right, I'll, I'll fuck around with that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's going to tell me not to get rid of Peacock. Keep wrestling, Will. Keep wrestling. Keep it. Don't get rid of it. Keep it. Keep wrestling, comma, I know they're going to edit out when Jericho punched Michael's wife, but just keep it. <laughs> but but I, th I, think, I think one of the, one of the most things to look up to about Rand, you know, I mean, I, I know him. We're not mean him on. It's actually incredibly close. As like as you are, Ricky, Ricky, you yeah. are, or as Dave is, or as some other members of Us Fact Radio are. That's just because I'm just not big on social. But like in person, you know, I talked to Randy. He's a great guy. But the thing I look up to him the most is his leadership. Um, yeah. He really is a natural leader. He is a very smart guy. He's a very creative guy, especially in the podcasting world. So I do draw inspiration from him when it comes to creating content and leading 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 content leading a podcast leading a group leading a company like fuck um and biggest podcast solutions you know definitely some of the things i want to do in leadership is going to come from an example this guy set yeah so for sure um help this guy help help us help, help, help support the guy the guy works hard mm -hmm. again i can't i can't put this guy over enough yeah camera okay, do you have anything i don't think i do of course i do <laughs> i mean like will said nobody deserves you put over more than ant and please help him. Please help his family because it's fucking traumatic and that sucks. And like Willie, I am not the closest with Ann either. But every time I've ever seen Ann at a show, he's been nothing but kind. We've had nothing but fun. And like we always bullshit about emo music. <laughs> <laughs> it was great because Ann would probably die for the band they use. And yeah, like, you would. And Ann would and die for the and Lincoln Park. I would also die for Lincoln Park. So like we talk about all the time how good music was back in the day. Mm. And um, but even when I like I've only been podcasting for two years now, which is fucking wow, it's been two years yeah. already. But like 
throughout my career as a podcaster, he's always been very supportive and been nothing but kind. You know, he made my first logo. Like, yeah, he did. I owe a lot of, he did. I love that logo. And like, I owe a lot of my podcasting career to Ant. So mm. thank I you. I will say this for my conversation with Ant. Okay. Ant adored you. And he was really happy that you came on. Oh. So like I said, anything yeah. you, I do yeah, he was very high on you. He was very, very high on you. Um, so that makes me happy. Yeah. So that being said, like, that's an honor. Yeah. Uh, so anything you do to help out Anthony and and his family and the Make a Wish Foundation and help make kids' wishes come true, because I think we can get the ten thousand dollars on it. So the donation is going to be in the link uh, below. Uh, so once you're done with the stream, click the link, put in your donation, and you know, keep wrestling real, not will. Although it is, I'm I'm literally gonna make a shirt this week that says "Keep Wrestling Well" with like your big ass face on it. Will I'll buy I'll buy, I'll buy, two I'll buy one for Jazz. Too. <laughs> nice. You know, you know what? I bought her the sweatshirt. I've never seen her wear it. <laughs> oh, I find that to be a problem. Oh boy! Oh boy! Did I buy her one? I think I bought her one. Yeah, I think you did. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I remember giving it. I remember, to I'm, I'm, I'm actually very surprised that you're actually wearing your merch on the show. But hey, it is what it is. Are we all wearing merch? We all today? we all wearing our I merch. Have, I'm wearing. I have, old, I have old merch. Yeah, I'm wearing. I'm wearing the new one, which is going to be on our store as well. It's already up on our store. Um, so but, I'm a get ass <laughs> So last but not least, uh, future shock uh, is our is our final segment where we try to predict the next week in wrestling. So K Murphy, what's the biggest thing that's going to happen next week in wrestling? Hold on. You're really going to light up before you make this prediction. Amazing. Yeah, I got to I need a minute for this. My future shock for WEA Wacky Wednesday. I <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to listen to this in post. <laughs> I can't. Like it's just, like our kids want to highlight you blowing smoke into the microphone as you're trying to make this prediction. I should like a- ASMR. Do not ASMR your pot smoking. My God. <laughs> so I don't even know how to do that. Um, Goldberg. Oh um, <laughs> Why didn't I not see this coming? <laughs> I, I didn't want to go Goldberg, but Goldberg came into my head. Goldberg is going to show up on NXT <laughs> and he's going to murder Kona Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> what a name. And what a name. <laughs> Cameron Grimes is gonna come out um and try to challenge Goldberg. But then Ted DiBiase comes out <laughs> and kills Cameron. All right, can you smoke too much? Will, what do you have? Was that worth no, it? No, it wasn't. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. If I don't get a certain, if I don't get a picture of a certain someone in a certain sweatshirt, I'm going to be fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, not really. Um, Goldberg's kid is going to be the new it couple. Wait, wait what? what? Wait, what? Goldberg's son and Izzy are going to be the new it couple. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Goldberg's kid is not 18, so it's appropriate. He's, he's not 18 at all. Is he? I thought he was like younger than Izzy. I thought he was like 16, 15 or 16. Who knows? Jermaine, Jermaine put a good point. Some random billionaire announces the wrestling super league. <laughs> See, I like that. That is a great concept for a show. If you created a wrestling super league, who would be in it? 
besides calling up a WWE. Um, my prediction for, for next for next week. Um, oh my god. Uh, Finn Balor's. You keep on going out of focus, Will. Yeah, I'm so confused. I can't. Yeah, Finn Balor returns uh, to wrestling, but he's not getting called anywhere. Finn Balor stays in NXT. Hmm. That's my prediction. Yeah, maybe for one more program. Yeah, he saw Raw and he was like, mm, no, no, let me stay far away from this. <laughs> Give me one more run. <laughs> Ted Turner announces the Super League. No threats. Ted Turner is not, not announcing a Super League. God, please. Ted, Ted Turner announces his death. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I have another prediction. What? Breaking news. WWE is rebooting ECW and airing on Thursday nights because we don't have enough wrestling to watch. Honestly, <laughs> impact. Honestly, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised at all. Um, but anyway, I think that's pretty much it. So this is our new day, Wednesday nights, Kings of the Rings podcast uh, for our Wacky Wednesday, which is going to be every single Wednesday starting at 8. So thank you guys all for joining us. Jermaine, Kavita, Jobber Tears, Mr. Fretz, uh, Rich. <laughs> Rich as well, who was there uh, working. So we hope to see you guys again very, very soon. But until then, let's cue that music that you can't hear this of uh, this week. Sorry. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kings of the Rings podcast episode number 245 Wacky Wednesday, the new home of Kings of the Rings podcast as we go up against AEW each and every week. I am your host, King Ricky Rose. You can find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets. KOTR underscore podcast is where you can find the Kings of the Rings podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Like, share, subscribe, leave us some five-star reviews wherever you're listening to us, whether it be on Spotify, SoundCloud, which we do have a SoundCloud, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and listen to us exclusively on Wrestle Addict Radio and follow Wrestle Addict Radio at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. The links to all of our stuff is in going to be in the description below, including links to our merchandise, links to where you can follow us, and most importantly, for this episode, links a link to where you can donate to uh, to help out Rant and his family in need to make a wish foundation. Will Tarasak. I keep going out of focus. I don't know why, because my camera's on a tripod. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's news. But next week, I'll be back with my regular microphone, because uh, Jared just dropped over my old mixer. Oh, nice. So. Yay! Mixer from like two years ago, maybe three years ago. It'll so work. We'll see. we'll see if it still yeah. works. He said it was a little bit of a humming when he used it, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. Came fine. Hello. Um, I've smoked more than a blunt, so like, it's time for me to go take a nap. <laughs> I am sick of forking me. I am done. You can find me across all social media platforms at the K Murphy T H E K A E Murphy, and I released a new merch line yesterday. It's called the Hive Collection. We got hoodies and tanks and tees. So go check it out and be the best you that you can be yeah yeah you're welcome for that one k so when we come yeah yeah when we come back next week folks we are going to talk more about what's going on in raw if anything if cesaro actually faces off against roman reigns and how badly did kenny omega 
actually beat Rich Swan this weekend. So all that and more. It's going to be a hate. <laughs> it, it might be. Oh. It might be at this point. So until next week, folks, goodbye. Good night. Rand with Dan. We love you. Keep wrestling real, not will. <laughs> um, and we'll keep it really will. No, do not keep it really will. And uh, Yo, can we just talk about the slot and show up again? Yeah, seriously. Fuck you. That fucking piece of shit. Yeah. He's, got, he's got a job now, right? He's got Oh, yeah, he's he's, he's got commitments, whatever. Fuck you, Slack. We'll see you next week. Fuck you, Slack. Bye. This has been a Wrestle Attic Radio branded podcast.